What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Um, it's Jago here, and I have here with me. Tomison. So, Tomison, what are you going to be talking to us about today? Um, we're going to be talking about tennis. So, um, what is tennis all about? I'm a newbie. Um, I just heard about the word tennis. What is it all about? So, as everybody probably knows, tennis is a sport where played on a court could be between two players or four. It's two when it's the singles, as one player against the other, and it's four when it's doubles, two players, two players against another set of two players. So they're just um, hitting um, a ball with rackets, and the point of the game or the goal is to ensure that your opponent, you knock out the ball from such that your opponent is not able to hit back. Okay. Okay. So then, um, how has COVID-19 affected the sport? You know how the pandemic has been going on for a while. How has it affected tennis as a sport? Um, tennis as a sport, surprisingly, um, a lot of sports has, like it, participation in lots of sports have um, gone down due to the COVID-19 pandemic because the point of sports is contact, interaction yeah, yeah. between people. But tennis is actually one sport that the participation has increased over the pandemic because it's a sport that supports social distancing, which is one of the major restrictions of the COVID-19 pandemic, yeah. So then how has it affected the players? Are there still tennis games going on? Are the players still making the same amount of money they used to make before? Um, you know, with the COVID-19 pandemic, everything has happened in stages. Like when the pandemic firstly hit, there was a stage where we could ho- we could all not go out at all. Yeah. Then um, progressively, every restaurant started opening up and all of that. So at the beginning, when we were all locked up, um, there were no tournaments at all. So um, this um, period really um, shed light on the fact that there's huge disparity between the pay of tennis players like you'd expect that all the players are rich and wealthy you think yeah, all sports yeah. people have a lot of money but it's like that in team sports mostly because even the players that are not as good as the popular ones we all know they still enjoy team endorsements yeah. and all of that like the team can still cover them but tennis is sort of an individual thing so every there's yeah so it's every man for themselves there's nothing like that so um it has shown that um the higher rank- ranking players the likes of rafael nadal roger federer those ones are paid up to have net worths of between 100 to 450 million dollars but um, players that are lower in the rank, mid to lower rank players, actually don't earn that much and they practically live from paycheck to paycheck. So the pandemic at the beginning when there were no tournaments, they suffered a lot due to that. So, wow. Wow. so um, how has it affected the business of tennis? How are the tennis companies, companies that surround the tennis environment, how are they doing now? Um, Every business has had um, economic depression due to the COVID-19 pandemic, as is to be expected, because the fundamental of a business is activity, and due to the pandemic, there was no activity. So the same thing with the business of tennis. Over 70% of revenue gotten from tennis is from ticket sales, from endorsements and sponsorships, and the pandemic really shut a lot of that down. So as a result, um, a lot of tennis agencies struggled. Some of them are even on um, sponsorships from various international funds to stay afloat because a lot of their economic sources of revenue went shut down soon. Because of COVID. So then what does the future of tennis look like? like? Does it look like something that's going to go with the pandemic or it looks like something that's going to become so much better because of the pandemic? Um, The future of tennis... um, the pandemic has really um, shed light on a lot of things, as I've said earlier. It's not like tennis is no longer going to be played or everything is going to shut down, but there's just going to be a change in a lot of areas. 
like um for instance what i said about the disparity in player salaries um the pandemic really shedding lights of that is going to bring about a change like even during the course of the pandemic um the um association of tennis players was formed and it's allowed um players that are higher in ranks that earn more to contribute towards um funding um lower ranking players so it's like them assisting each other on that platform okay. so things like that will come into play and also it's the um tournament price money system is also going to be reviewed like how the funds can be equally distributed sort of in a way or there's a better balance between how higher ranking and um, lower ranking players are paid so things like that and also due to the economic um, depression a lot of tennis organizations are looking into merging and partnership to stay afloat and because it makes more managerial sense to for all of them to be run at once so there's going to be that as well that's amazing. So wait, when you say that the um, tennis prize money is going to be shared more evenly across the ranks, do they pay all the players even if you lose the tournament? No, it's it's not that, but it's the fact that, um, for instance now, if a somebody that, that is like first position in a particular tournament is paid, maybe previously they were paid like 500,000 and somebody that is second is paid like um, 300,000 and then go way down to somebody that is 10th and person is paid like 500 or 1,000. That's how it used to be before. So it's going to be like a better spread. Maybe the person that is first is paid less 300,000 so that the person that is 10th isn't like, the price being paid is not ridiculously low. Peanuts. Yeah, it's not just taking peanuts. So um, thank you so much for joining us today, Thomasin. Thank you for your word on tennis. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me.